this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening and afternoon. Welcome to episode 43 of the Schmear Campaign in beautiful downtown Jersey City. I'm Brian. And in what looks like it's turning into a beautiful afternoon in Miami, we have T.W. What's doing? What's doing? It actually is a surprisingly nice day. Did it rain it by you? In the morning, a little bit, but not much. Okay. That's good. So, yeah, I got to go, I got to go for a run. I was at the pool yesterday. Um, so, yeah, can't complain. I think it's on the horizon, though. You think you're going to what? I think it's on the horizon now, the weather. Oh, the weather. Okay. All right. Well, uh, maybe we'll get some weather during the podcast. The tropics remain quiet at this point, though. Um, After a hot start. Yeah, I uh, I checked the model this morning. I didn't check the afternoon runs, but all quiet throughout the entire run on, in the tropics, um, which is yeah, nice. It's, but I will say it is. there is a lot of moisture out there. It's well. It's tropical moisture. It's a. It is tremendously wet in the yeah, Caribbean. It's tremendously wet. And speaking of that, happy birthday, Donald Trump. Happy birthday, Donald Trump. Right. You know, he's probably tremendously wet right now. How old is he now? Seventy-four. 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 Having trouble walking down ramps and picking up oh. water glasses. Are you what? You know what? That's you know that's so disgusting. How people okay. are. The ramp, the ramp thing. I don't. That's ridiculous. The water thing. Hey, maybe he, okay. Maybe he has Parkinson's. What's, with, what's with the water? Okay, thing? that's but a little so strange. What? So what? He's an old fucking guy. Like, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. There's people that are actively rooting for him to like have a disease on Twitter. I'm not, and it's I'm not actively rooting for him to have a disease. All I'm saying is, is that he's so quick to point out everybody else's deficiencies. I think it's fair to point out his. I would like to know why that water glass, which I've picked up plenty oh, of water glasses nice. in my life. The person, the person that was giving me an issue before the podcast, I say I'm recording the podcast right now. He goes, go back to the podcast that no one listens to. That's disgusting. Don't bring my podcast into whatever you're going through right now. Who said that? I'm not going to bear him out on the air. That's not right. But you know who. I, we're talking to you, talking about you before the podcast started. A potential guest? No, not a potential guest. The per- no, not that person. Oh. The person I was texting. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That was giving- Got it. Got it. I, I, I wasn't yeah, sure. I, wasn't- I, I, I thought no, that no, took no. a dark. I thought guess. that took a dark no. turn. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's what the fuck is it? What What is that all about? Yeah, he says, I'm sure it's just you and Chris talking to each other, talking each other, talking over each other anyways. Move that fucking needle prick. His ice made a comment that all your texts are not moving my needle because I've heard it before. So can you, if you now that he's attacked the podcast, podcast can attack back. Oh, I am I I'm I I don't know if you can see my face right now, but I'm heated. Yeah. I'm yeah, heated. heated. I, don't ever bring the podcast. That's like bringing my family into something. Yeah, like who are you? Who are you? You know what? You? And we don't have to say names, but you know yeah. this person obviously, you know, he thinks we talk over. Listen, that's been a complaint that we've had for a while that we talk over each other, but we've gotten much better. Yeah, and even so, that's, that's our stick. And we're not. We know who we are. And 
we have we have a tremendous following and even if we didn't have a tremendous following i would talk to you every week on sunday anytime you wanted to regardless anytime yeah, yeah regardless but that's that's just that's not even the point i don't want to even give credit to that pot shot i'm just saying though yeah not worried about what he has to say yeah yeah um, exactly so how was your week um busy busy it was a walmart week for me it was it was a walmart week for me in that respect I, you know i was on the road a lot as you saw um, I'm still not able to track you. I gotta change that. You're like the one person that should be able to track. I have no idea where you are at any given moment anymore, and it is concerning. And that's the problem. Yeah. And I and, and the thing is that I can track you. Yeah, because I I've I shared my location you. indefinitely. So, well, remember, well, remember, it's I did get a new phone, so that's no, probably, I I got that's it. That's probably what happened here. Um, so. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, so I had a good week in that part of the job. It's busy. And uh, the second job was just, I mean, it was maddening this week. It was maddening because I was right there. And uh, for all those who don't know, I have a second job. Well, my, my third job, I guess my second job is a podcaster. But it's not really a job. You know, this is just, you know, this is life. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess horse racing is not really a job. It's also life. But um, yeah. Yesterday, I was about uh, a horse's head away from the pick six at Goldsmith. Like a combined length of a horse's head. And, uh, now, how much does that bet cost? So it was a 10-cent bet that cost $86. And that $86, the way things were shaking out, was um, allowing me to possibly be, you know, in the twenty dollars to $25,000 range because a lot of prices won. Not, how is a my, ten cent bet? How is a ten cent bet worth eighty six dollars? So that's a great question. That's a very good question. Thank you. Uh, that so basically it's a pick six, right? So if I were to pick six horses only, one in each race, that ticket would be ten cents. But you want to have coverage. You want to have like different horses. So the more horses you have, the more expensive the ticket is. So that could be possible. We can ask that maybe to our, our, our guests next week. So how many how many horses would you so like pick for example, a race? You want to have like so for example, I had like a I had about so my in three of the races, I had five to six horses in the, in three races. Okay. Yeah. And then in three other races, the I had uh, between one and two. So you had three races that you felt the best in, you know, you have, you're going to have to listen. Unless you have a lot of money, you can make a really fat ticket, you know, like, and include it all. Like, I've seen a lot of the ones I've seen, and, you know, I mean, you know, you have a better success rate at it if, if you know, you're spending a hundred, you know, a, a few hundred dollars on a ticket. But, it, but the thing is, if, you know, it is, it is worth it if it does pay off to, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. So... Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. You were pretty upset about it. I was. Yeah, I was because, you know, it's just it, such it a It felt grind. more like hurt. I was hurt. Yeah. After a long day at the office, you just wanted to be paid. I just wanted it to be paid, you know, and I was very responsible. I didn't do anything else. I just put all my focus, you know, there. So it wasn't that I was upset about losing too much money. 
it was just in the manner in which I did, right. I guess, you right. know, and, uh, well, listen, but, I think yeah, but we have a, uh, but next week you have the Belmont States, which is, uh, which is a, which is, uh, you know, to people that know and some people that don't know, it's, it's a, it's a race that's very near and dear to both of our, both of us, Brian and I. We've had history. We've seen history. history. We've witnessed history. We've, 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 hit, we've witnessed history and we've written our own history. You know, we went there. The first time we went there was uh, for California Chrome. And that was just Brian and I. And we kind of scouted everything out. And uh, after that, you know, the next, I think there was a, there was a where we said, all right, we're always going to go when there's a horse in the mix for the Triple Crown. And then uh, there was a break in between. I think there was like a one or two year break before. Um, um, American Pharaoh. It wasn't the next year. It wasn't the next year. I think it was about a one or two years. Two years. Maybe two a years. Two years, right? Two when years. was that? When was the one with, when it was just us, when the picture that says, now we know how to do it? What year was that? 2014? Um, hold on one second. 2014. Wow. Wow. 24, I called that. Wow, six years ago. Six years ago. So then we had uh, a break. And then 2016, we had the privilege of seeing American Pharaoh win the first Triple Crown. Uh, and that uh, atmosphere, so the first one, the California Chrome one, it, you know, it was a packed house, but the atmosphere, it wasn't as palpable. With, with American Pharaoh, I think it was just everybody saw. I mean, American Pharaoh had such a great Why run. Why are you talking over me? Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, I was making, a, I was making a joke. I was, yeah. I was making a joke. No, but don't you agree, though, for California, or for um, American Pharaoh, the, the atmosphere was like people knew that they were witnessing history. Like they felt like they were witnessing history. With, with American Pharaoh, it was more, or with California Chrome, it was more shock. It was more like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. Because how many yeah. times have horses gotten to that final Yeah, leg? exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think everyone has been burned in the past, too, because there were so many ones, like uh, California Chrome, and I think it was like Smarty. Get Smarty. Get Smarty. I don't know why it's Smarty Jones. Uh, big brown, you know, those horses, yeah, those were ones that you know, like everyone, it was so close, and I think everyone was burnt like a scored lover, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, great atmosphere, great, uh, great times, historic times, historic times. So, yeah, it's uh, it's near and dear to our heart. So, next week, maybe what we might do is uh, record our episode before the Belmont Stakes so we can have a preview of it. Yeah, I think that would be fun, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, are Are there any? Uh, how plugged in are you? In terms of the field, the race. Well, the field. I mean, has been depleted. I, I'd have to like the really main horse that everyone's talking about because all the big ones have dropped out. Nadal dropped out. Uh, Charlatan because he got it. Charlatan dropped out. Um, the one that won the horse that won the uh, Santa Anita Derby dropped out for uh, for health uh, reasons. No, just, you know, the thing is, is that with the way tracks are going, like, I don't think they really think it makes much sense for a horse to travel all the way out there, I guess, you know. It, it's everything strategic now. It's, it's not really, like, the same thing. 
you know, so I guess they're like, listen, if, if, if you know, we can't make it for the Belmont, let's at least make sure we have the best possible horse for Kentucky Derby. Nadal and Charlatan, I think, are both health, no, those are both done. They're both health foods. And that's, that's something we can ask maybe the person next week, is I have a theory about Bob Backford, because he's your trainer, and he's been getting in a lot of trouble. I remember a few weeks ago it came out about the, um, the Arkansas Derby. I had sent you the article about the Arkansas yeah. Derby winner. Yeah. That or one of the that they or they caught doping or yeah. something, something like that had some sort of uh, substance in it, and it was a backward horse. And then all of a sudden, all the backward horses suddenly dropped out of races. So maybe it could have been a message to the you know to the from you know the horse you know the, the you know the horse bodies of each individual state saying you know listen the powers that be say Bob you know don't fuck up our race by putting in a dirty horse. So if it's going to be dirty come up with something. But that's just me speculating. You know me. I always like this conspiracy. Yeah, you are. It makes sense. You're a speculator. Yeah. So my, my one of my speculations got blown to pieces yesterday. You're a speculator. You like to speculate. It's fun. I love you, you literally, that is your third job. You just said it. Yeah. I love, you know, yeah. This is my, uh, this is my info words. Is your what? This is my InfoWords. This is your InfoWords. Great. Okay, Alex Jones. Let's uh, get into the crux of the show. Let's do it. So, what about you? What about you? Wait, 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 wait. Enough about me. How about you? What's there to say? Um, you know, living life in quarantine. Drove the down real to- reason I asked is because I need to get a glass of water. So, Okay. Um, <laughs> I went down to Trenton uh, for work. Uh, on Friday, I had to drop something off down there. It's only about an hour from Jersey City, not terrible. And um, nice little you know, downtown Trenton, the state capital of uh, my state of New Jersey, my current state of New Jersey. And uh, things are just, uh, things are moving along swimmingly. Uh, I would say things are starting to open here. Hopefully the pool will be open. Um, I'm hoping the pool is going to be open next week. That would be uh, that, it, it's so nice having it. Yeah, I mean, it's time. There's no reason why the pool shouldn't be open. And, uh, you know, just going into that a little bit, I do want to talk about COVID a little bit because, you know, uh, there are there have been an increase in, in cases. Um, some states are more concerning than others. Uh, are we one of them? Florida definitely is on the radar of people who are concerned. Arizona is really bad. Arizona's increases are up like 300%. Um, their hospitalizations haven't really increased too much, but their test results are up. And that's not 300% is not just a result of increased testing. So listen, as, as these protests happen, we, we know what the reason is for these spikes. As the protests happened over the last few weeks, it was only a matter of time before people tested positive. So, I mean, I literally was listening to the end of our podcast on the end of my walk today from last week, and I remember saying, "I remember saying we were talking about the window, you know, and we even mentioned it two weeks ago, the yeah. window of when we're going to see spikes from these protests." And and now it's it seems like with these Sunday morning shows, that has been the theme uh, today. It is what it is, like and, they and, are, you know, and, they and, are. and who's going to get blamed for it? Not, 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 I mean, and, and, and like we said last week, we're not at all saying don't go out and exercise your, your First Amendment right. 
what we're saying is when you're doing so, just be mindful. You know, Chaz is going to be probably a hot spot, and we're going to get into Chaz in a little bit, but that's probably going to be a corona hot spot um, here in a few weeks just because I, there's no social distancing going on in Chaz. Um, and they probably don't have to adhere to CDC guidelines because they're autonomous zones. But, you know, like, you know, no one was wearing masks at these things. Everybody was on top of each other. And, you know, we, we, we you know, give us a crystal ball. Put a crystal ball, right? Look, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my, my robe right now, too. It looks like I'm rubbing a crystal ball. It's, and this is George Soros production. We're generally proponents of opening up. Like, we think that it's time for the country to open up. But with that being said, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for you. But I still think that, like, you should be taking precaution. Like, I don't think that, I, you know. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, And I'm still not going out like it's fucking crazy. Like, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't think that's smart either. Like, last night, one of my friends, I was talking to him on the phone. Um, he was at a bar and he said, it's going to be packed. I'm like, ah, you know, as much as I love that place, I don't know how much I'd like to be at a packed bar right now. And, you know, I read an article yesterday. Like, it was, they were rating things on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how dangerous something is in terms of contracting coronavirus. And going to a bar, like, the inside of a bar is probably the worst thing that you can do because even if you are wearing some kind of mask or you're taking social distancing, as people drink and get drunk, they tend to probably throw their rules and precautions out the door. So just got to be careful. And, you know, like, I'm not trying to go sit in a restaurant right now, necessarily. I'm not. um, But I I would, I would gladly sit outside of a restaurant and eat. I would have no problem with that. I just defended you very well in that text, by the way. Yeah, I did. I I like being, uh, I like being outside too. That's, that's the way I do. I said, no need to bring in. uh, No, no, not to you. No, to someone else. I said, you know, your aggression, no need to take out whatever aggression you're having against my courage. He said something about me. You were, well, no, he specifically said it's just you and Kirsch talking over each other. So, so as soon as you're in there, you've been brought in. And you know me. There's not many people I'm more defensive over, maybe my mom and my grandma and, you know, my, 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 my rights as an American than I am you. I'm extreme. And people don't know, when I'm in the city, I can't let him walk in the street. I pull him. I, you know, am I, am I wrong? I'm basically a leashed man. <laughs> you're a <laughs> Voluntarily, voluntarily. voluntarily. Yeah, no, I'm say, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Never mind. I do have such a treat, by the way, for myself later. Um, because I didn't eat any of those 7-Eleven gummies. I passed out. So I'll have that for the, for the Sammy Sosa documentary. So walk me through this. You went to 7-Eleven. You got your gummies. You come home. What do you do when you got home? You just got into bed and then you passed out? Well, the thing is, I put them in the fridge a little bit and I forgot about them. I, I mean, I didn't just get the gummies. That's SOP? That's SOP? Oh, yeah. I got to give it a little bit of a – because sometimes, especially if you go late at night, they've been sitting out in the store all day. Windows, you know, windows in the front, they're a little soft. You put them in the fridge or freezer, it gets really hard. You never like, – have you ever put, like, gushers and stuff when you're a kid in the fridge or freezer? Any gummy? You've never you're, done to any gummy? You're pantry people. But you never put any, not even as a kid, even like just in, when you were able to make your own it's possible, personal life. It's food. possible gushers I did. Oh, man. I always, shark bites in the freezer, that was my thing. Oh, my God. Love a that shark bite. 
And listen, all, I love all shark bites, but the white one just happens to taste better. For sure. For sure. Um, so um, we are – so, yeah, so that's like kind of the COVID-19 update. Uh, we kind of hit on the protest, but, you know, they're still ongoing. Um, I don't think that they would be going on as long as they have been. Do you think there's going to be? Do you think there's going to be some places that bring back lockdowns? I think people are seriously talking about it. It's from the sounds. The of mayor it. of Miami said it. The mayor. I sent you the thing from the mayor of Miami today. Governor, uh, you know Andrew Cuomo said that he would lock down specifically Manhattan and the Hamptons. Which that tells you all you need to know. That's just white privileged people who don't give yeah. a shit about anybody else. Right. And we're an anti-white privilege podcast. Yeah, so I'm. Want to exercise. Yeah, I'm pretty much anti-white people. <laughs> I I think that we're ridiculous, and I can uh, think that as a white man in America. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yes, yeah, so we so we did the protests and. You know, and by the way, speaking about black men, uh, rest in peace to our, 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 one of our favorite black people was Baba Louie. Oh, Baba Louie, yeah. Baba Louie. Oh. Baba Louie. We should have started off the podcast with him. And uh, we'll probably say, maybe we'll say an extra Bible verse for him. But, I mean, I love that dog. That dog truly was at human characteristics. Well, I, you've heard what I've described him as. One day in college, he was just hanging out and, you know, I had been drinking or doing whatever we were doing and we were uh, hanging out with Baba Louie or I don't even know if I, we were hanging out with him, but I said, I said to Zach, I was like, you know, Baba Louie is the type of dog, like he'd be on a British Airways flight sitting in first class, wearing a- You wouldn't even notice. A, <laughs> reading a Wall Street Journal. And, you wouldn't even think, you wouldn't even like- Bad an eyelash. Yeah, he just, uh, he was that kind of guy. Yeah. He was that kind of guy. And I met uh, him like yeah. the first week they got him. He, he was, was probably like, so small. He was a little tiny pup. Smaller than Yogi? Uh, no, probably bigger because he always, you know, the bigger a dog is going to be, the bigger they are at life stages. If that makes sense, if you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, but I'm yeah, he was. You. I just, I just love. I'm like with you. I just love how much like I like that, but also like how genuinely happy he was to see people. Yeah, and that's a characteristic that Yogi has. He loves people. He loves other dogs, and and Baba Louie just um, he was a big boy, man. Like he just he was he was a big, big, gentle. Everybody's describing him as like that gentle giant. He that's like the perfect way to put him. Yeah, no, I just, I, every time we come into the ranch, like in the middle of the night after getting in there late, you know, he, he would, you know, still fucking wake up the whole house if he was down there. Yeah, big old so, voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, yeah, Bob Lewis. Sure and, uh, wherever he is, friends, wherever he is, I'm sure of it. Yeah, and uh, our love and condolences out to the family. Yeah. Oh, it was like, I mean, it was like a human dying when I saw it. I, I saw the post and I couldn't. I was like, I get. I had to read the top part a few times before. I, I thought maybe it was the birth. I thought it was hopefully at first. I'm like, please let this be like maybe it's his birthday. Birthday, that, you know. Yeah. 
birthday, and then I was I had to read the top part a couple times before I moved on to the bottom because I just didn't want to. I didn't want to hear it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, you know, but dogs are you know, dogs are an important part of people's lives. Ten years is a long time to be to have something be a part of your life and then have it just not be there anymore. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough. I I, I mean, I've lost it myself. Yeah, same. Uh, but I was yeah. in college, so it didn't affect me as much at the time because I wasn't seeing like I like I'd already moved on at that point. So like I hadn't been seeing him every day anymore, and you know, so it was like almost an easier way of going about it as as opposed to had I been home. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's uh. Hmm. But uh. So yeah. Sorry. That's why I wanted. I wanted to put it in at some point. But I guess that was. Yeah. No. I'm glad. No. I'm glad that you brought that up. You know. Um, we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about a black life. I'm gonna talk about Baba Lou. Yeah. The ultimate, most important black life. Yeah. Like I said, he was a first class guy. But so. Yeah. Right. No, he was. It really was in all in all ways. So yeah. back to reality. We're uh, we're going out to Chaz. Well, not really reality, but you know it really is reality, but not reality. What the fuck is Chaz? Can you explain to everybody how did this happen? And is it named Chaz for uh, any other reason besides Chaz Bono? Can you unpack all that? Okay. So to address the last part first. It's not named after Chaz Bono, but I feel like that's a fair question on your part, given who the occupants are. Uh, I think Chaz, I think Chad Bono originally. So um, the Chaz stands for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. It's in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle. And um, it's about a six block radius, but I think it might be growing. Um, it includes a park and then like actual city blocks. And uh, at this point, you know, they, they've uh, taken over a police precinct, although I don't think that they're occupying it necessarily. The police have just abandoned it. Um, and, you know, the, it, it's, it's been taken over by a warlord. He's running the show. Uh, his and name, his name is, what, what's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Rafa, Rasta, Raz. Razmatez? Raz, Raz. I think it's Raz. I think it's Raz. Raz. So, um, yeah, so he was... Uh, Maybe we get him on the podcast. Yeah, listen, I'll, I'll talk to anybody on the podcast. Anybody's welcome. Anybody who wants to have a conversation with us is more than welcome to have that conversation. Now, with that being said, I look at these people as not only losers, but they are traitors. And I'm not saying that they should be, that they're traitors in the sense that they should face the death penalty. They're just traitors in the sense that they're fucking losers and that nobody should take them seriously. The police, the local police should be able to take it very easily. Um, and I just, I don't like it. It's crazy. And they're giving them permission to do it. And it's like, it's something, and like I post it, like, and then like people think it's like this fucking utopia uh, when it's not. You know, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe there's some nice parts of it, but there's also some nice parts of some of our ugly places in the country, too. Uh, but there's also videos of people, you know, it looked like a scene from uh, Lord of the Flies. You know, that's what it reminds It looks like a Lord of the Flies ass town. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I think that the problem is the mayor of Seattle. I don't even know her name. She's worthless. Um, she is. She's she's basically sanctioning these people to take over her city in the name of what she calls justice. And meanwhile, I, I see. I, I don't see justice in, in this. There's no justice in this. America, contrary to popular belief, um, especially these days, America is still the greatest country on earth. We have our shortfalls. We have our issues that we need to address and conquer. And I think that's true for any nation. But what I think is really concerning right now is the fact that it just feels like every day it's a powder keg situation. You know, like it's we so had, crazy. we had this, you know, last Wednesday, I guess it was, uh, it was Wednesday night. Um, Ray Shard Brooks was killed in Atlanta and I- I'm not going to get into my personal. Is that the one with the, is that the one with the, uh, that's the video. The you, that's the video you sent this right. morning. And yeah, I just, uh, my question is, I have two questions. Number one, I think I have two answers. All right, I hope so. Number one, what if are we moving to a point where we're just going to unarm our police? Because if that's what's going to happen, it's going to be really dangerous. And so, my question is if we are moving towards that, um, towards that goal, I guess, you know, we see what's happening in London what's the end game? Like, are we talking about what is there? Let's say we don't go as far as to abandon all deadly, you you know, use of deadly weapon or use of deadly force by police. But where's that line? Like I saw the video, I saw the video and I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but as soon as he, listen, if he was running and the police shot him in the back while he was running, that would be an execution. But he stopped, he turned around, and he shot right. the taser towards the police. Right. Exactly. And, they don't, and the thing is that they don't know at that point. It's so hot and heavy at that point. Like, emotions are so charged. Listen, should anyone, should anyone have put themselves in that position? No. But the problem is, is that he created this dangerous situation for everybody by punching the cop in the face. I mean, that situation was not inflamed by the society, you know what, I'm going to stick it to these cops. And it, 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 and because there's so much tension and energy in the air, um, you know, and there's already an animosity towards the police, uh, you know, you, every situation, like you said, it's a powder keg. And nobody should, not the cops, nor the person being apprehended, white or black, should be the one that lights the match. You yeah. need to know how to proceed with caution. Yeah, and listen, you have to work under the assumption that you're being filmed and watched at all times, not just from your own body camera, but from everybody else's cell phone. Even if there isn't somebody that you see, you just have to assume. But you know what? Like, I saw another video of the Wendy's being torched by a white woman. And, you know, somebody was in the video talking about how majority of the people who work at that Wendy's are black people from the neighborhood. Like, what are we doing, folks? Like we got to get a we have to get a, a grip because i think that we're losing the big picture 
And I think that the problem is, is that there are real no, there are no real voices of leadership, you know, like that's a problem on both sides. And I think that it's yeah. on this issue. I'm saying like, there's no, everybody just, in my opinion, everybody just inflames the situation or doesn't take it seriously enough. So on one hand, you have, you know, the Republicans who probably don't take it seriously enough. And then on the other hand, you have, uh, you know, Democrats and the left who just take it to an extreme where nobody really wants to see it go. And you have champions of that cause like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, you know, talks about how, you know, all the police need to be defunded and, you know, how education budgets are being cut. Education budgets have never been fucking cut in this country. We, we spend more, we spend way more money on education than we do police, not military. Military is our greatest expenditure. There's no doubt about it, but we live in a volatile world. You want to have a conversation about cutting military? Fine. But to say that we cut the education budget in this country, that's bullshit. The problem is, is that the education budget doesn't work because our education system is broken. Um, you want to you wanna talk about communities of color? We need to talk about the underlying issues too. We need to talk about the fact, you know what? Tall, I've never been, yeah. I've never been in favor of decriminalization of all drugs up until the last few weeks. Let's decriminalize all fucking drugs. Pot, meth, coke, heroin, it needs to be dealt with another way because as long as Republicans and conservatives want to talk about how black families are broken and we need to stop breaking them. We need to stop breaking them. And the drug, the, the war on drugs. Has, war on drugs is, is, I mean, absolutely. We, but, but guess what? It's not just Republicans. I mean, that war, I mean, the heart of that, that's what everyone's on the side. Like not that's why, why that Joe Biden needs to against the crime bill. Like he needs yeah. to say, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. No, I and if I he wants to be part of the solution, he has to say, I was and continue to be part of the problem. But I'm just talking about my solution now because I think my solution actually makes the most sense. You want to stop sending young black men to to prison? Let's redirect some prison money, criminal justice money towards actual programs where if people get arrested for drugs, they go into a program instead of prison and they, and we try to, we try to help people get cleaned up. I'm all for that now. You know what? We do need to invest in our mental health and our, and, and our healthcare system, especially if people really want to take this whole, the family is broken in inner cities. And it is, there's no doubt about it. It is, it's broken. Yeah, we can't, you can't deny it. It's broken. Like, you know, fatherless households are a statistic are statistically more likely to produce, I would say children who are probably disinterested in school, um, more likely to, you know, seek out. And looking for their outside. And what? And they look for, instead of looking for positive outsiders. Right. I was going to say, they look for male influence in other places. That's not right. like, um, exactly. so I think it's really sad. And I think we need a top down approach, but I don't think that, I don't think throwing more money at the education system is what it's going to take. I think we really need an overhaul of our criminal justice system. I think we need to end the war on drugs. I think we need to give people second chances. I used, like, for example, I used to not be, even though I'm for legalization of marijuana, I, I've never really been for expunging of records re related to marijuana. 
now I'm for it. Uh, no, I mean, it should be, unless it's a trafficking amount. Right. Like, I think for any drug, really. You know, like, I mean, that maybe some, like, if there was, if, if somebody was really dealing with, like, an, an addiction and now they're clean and it's, like, almost like you can have a parole, like a parole and, you know, you're kind of stop it. But it has we to can, be a simple charge. It can't be, like, oh, you know, in possession of Absolutely. with a firearm and then you right. try to brandish the firearm. Simple, simple possession. Simple right. possession. Right. You know, simple possession. And another thing that also, I was telling this to somebody uh, the other day that could be fixed, too, is that... Um, you know, when I was a former prosecutor, there was a thing where the officers recommend the sentencing, or and don't 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 close out the case, don't contact with the officer. And a lot of my times, I feel like, especially in a juvenile setting, you have officers that know these people from the street and and and, and kind of uh, hold some ill will towards those people. And then guess, and then they say, you know, for something that should really be a slap on the wrist, like, no, I want him to jail, you know, or something like that. And that's a problem too. We need unless unless you're the victim of the crime an actual victim where you've been physically hurt, where your property has been damaged, where your property has been taken from you, or you're the family of somebody physically hurt or dead that can't speak for themselves, there should be no one else that should have a role in recommending a sentence. Right. A, you know, because sure, the cop that sees, you know, Brian Curran shepherd down the street doing what he's doing is going to be a lot, is going to want a hard sentence for him because he's been dealing with your bullshit for a while. You know, that's, so I think that also is something that should be addressed. Put that down on my, uh, put that down for um, uh, policies. I like that. I think it, it yeah. makes sense to me. It's a progressive policy. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. I don't understand why. It, it they should, should have, no, they, it's, there's a certain thing, like you need, you need, you need, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, you know, what's it? more likely than not, a probable cause for to arrest somebody, that you've done your job at that point, and that, after that, you should have no say how to get it to beyond reasonable doubt. You know, and let, you know, that's and like, you, you shouldn't be, you know, do your job as a witness, do what the prosecutor asks you to do, but it shouldn't be, oh, I object to this, I object to that. Because a lot of times it's out of personal animus. So. That makes sense. And unless you hit, if you were hit, if you were hit, it's a whole other story. If a guy beat you up as a cop, yeah, that's, that's different. That, you know, you, you were physically abused. Right. So. Right. So that's uh, that's the thing. So I guess uh, you know I guess now we have to add another just to wrap another uh, destination on our uh, international podcast uh, sites. We're gonna probably record from Chaz one day. Yeah, I I I'm looking forward to when they draft their own constitution to establish the taxation <laughs> yeah. system. Uh, it should be interesting. Yeah. Well, did you see the thing? I, did you see the thing I sent you today about it? Um, and the problem is to think about the people that are in Chaz. None of them have, none of them have, most of them are not the people that are undergoing the actual racial injustice in this country. No. You know, it's mainly, you know, Pacific Northwest white people uh, that, you know, they're doing the same thing that the, the people that got in trouble for having their own autonomous zone. Wasn't it in like, where was that place in Oregon or remember that a few years ago? The, the the people that like had their own area yeah, the, Bund in, like, the, the Bundy the, clan well, not the Bundy clan though was it the Bundy clan not I'm not talking about Ted Bundy I'm talking about Clyde oh. Bundy maybe that's what it was it was Oregon uh, and Nevada Oregon yeah. yeah 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 it's like come on it's crazy 
I don't have time for any of that bullshit from either side. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like this, it, 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 the world is just not, the, I'll tell you one thing, the world is a lot less enjoyable than it was when we started recording the podcast. Yeah, we're, yeah, times have, first of Maybe all. It's us, are we, are we the problem? No, but I, I, I'm terrified. No, we're certainly not the problem, but I don't know if we have the ability to help come up with the solution. I'm scared that this country is just going to go so far overboard that it's going to be unrecognizable in the next 10 years. As they said in, uh, what's it called? Shawshank Redemption, the world went and got itself in a damn hurry. That's been your favorite quote over the last two weeks. Yeah, it has, though. It's true. I mean, it's true. We're basically living in in, in Shawshank. You know? Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. I'm ready to move. I'm I'm, I'm ready to go to Ohio. If if I if I just stop betting on horse races, I could probably have enough to set us up for a little bit here. Uh, how you get, yeah, rent, somebody's got to work. Well, but that, I mean that'll be my job once you move to the island. But you yeah, know we have to get be, there. We have to get exactly once we're there. It's like all right now I can focus on my job. But yeah. you know I need to make sure as the as the I imagine that uh, I'm going to be the one working for the family. So I got to support. Well, I mean, we're going to have other people with us, so it might turn into like kind of like a socialist. Like a socialist. Who's coming? Who else is coming with us? Melanie? Well, Melanie's going to come. Yeah, sure. That's actually good. Okay, good. Um, You say uh, you two can procreate. Just speaking from the Kirsch clan. um, Papa would be there? Both my parents said that they'd be happy to go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamie, probably not. Um, yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah. She could be her. Yeah, that's fine. She needs her sports fix. She needs to, right. You know, I'm happy cricket, watching cricket. on TV. Yeah, I'm fine watching on TV with a colleague in my hand, man. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? It's like that bar. You know what I'm talking about? Like remember that bar before we went to the fish fry? Yeah. Right there that we were drinking the colleague and like the oh like yeah the, right, right on, on the beach, beach right on the yeah. beach yeah right on the beach. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking, you know. I start my day there. I'm, I'm locking in the the stuff, the action. But does it have sand. to be Nassau? No, 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 no. But I, that's what I'm picturing. No, no, it's not going to be Nassau. No, yeah. Nassau is still too much. We're still going to get too much of the world's, uh, the the you know, the scent of the world on us. We need to yeah. be somewhere that we're, you know, we're not dealing with whatever bullshit people are dealing with. Yeah. We'll deal with the hurricanes. That's about, that's about everything we'll share with you. Yeah. We'll yeah. share the hurricanes, you know, and other than that, and sports, obviously. But uh, we'll probably become no, valuable pieces of inf- we, we'll probably become valuable pieces of information for hurricane hunters. I mean, it's we're, we're like we've said before, we could be the first eyes of like the you know the uh, the Antilles storms. Can I can I have a crow's nest on top of our our abode? I I, I wasn't going to have it any other way. I was going to say that before you did. I mean, so. that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I, so I was looking. I mean, there's, there's moving guides. It's really not that expensive. Do, the thing is this. Do we move, like, to a U.S. Virgin Island? That's the easiest. That's the easiest, right? Like, we can move to a St. Croix. 
That like that's literally the easiest thing we could do. We could just get on a plane and not have to have right. to a passport. Like it's but just, now but now my concern is that if we are in a US Virgin Islands, um if there was, you know, eventually like an AOC becomes president or something like that, I feel like that wouldn't bode well for us. Um no, because kind of like probably like well, actually, she probably didn't sell us to fund one of her programs, so we would just become our own place. Well, I was going to say that the U.S. Virgin Islands are basically like the original Chaz. Right. You know, I mean, sure, they're a territory, but they're autonomous for the most part. Yeah. You know, they're, uh, they don't get a say in the presidential election. Crazy. Still have a representative in Congress. That could be me. That could be you. There we go. But you're a non-voting member. That's okay. But you, could, be but you could vote on committees. I'm essentially a lobbyist. I'm, I'm a lobbyist with a little bit more powers. I yeah. could lobby whatever I want to do. I could just be... In a great house office. That's what I think. You know what? It all. I think it all. That's, that's what we do. Like you follow the chain of seniority in committees, so you can vote in committees and eventually get a chairmanship and all that stuff. Right, and I don't. And the good thing about not not being able to vote is, if I ever want to run for office, I'm like, hey, fuck, I didn't vote on that. You know, don't you come after me. Can't. I literally, I can't vote on it. I said, you know, <laughs> you just say, not my call. Not my call. Yeah. Exactly. I'm and not- that's a perfect. And for me. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, hey, man, not, that wasn't meant for me. Consider me more a, like a I'm democratic not, advisor. You, you'd be my, you know, no, you, you're more than that. No, I'm saying you, like, I, I'm overseeing oh, democracy. Absolutely. You know, you're from, basically, um, what's the, um, from Captain Hook? Smee? You're Smee. Me? Yeah. Smee's me? You're Smee. Smee's me. What about Smee? Yeah. And I'd be Captain Hook. Would it be something if I became like the congressman of like the, of like whatever the, is it it just of the U.S. Virgin Islands? So it's every island or every island gets a representative? I would think the U.S. Virgin Islands gets their own representative. Yeah, that makes sense. But listen, we could go Uh, island hopping for campaigning. Exactly. And imagine if I kind of just embrace like being a pirate or something like that. Like, I, just I was going to say, I could become an island hopping pilot. That's, I mean, see, every, now we get to do everything that both of us want to do. I'm in. So, all right, let's, let's work on that. I'm in. Um, all right, sounds good. Work on it. Perfect. Work on it. Um, all right, so moving on in the world. Yeah, uh, I, had, I, I did write a couple things down. We got through the top part. Uh, all right, so golf is officially back. We're moving on into sports now. Golf is officially oh, back. Shit. The race is on, too. The race, are, are they racing now? They should be. We got a commercial right now in, uh, in Homestead. All right. Um, let's see here. I, I, so I didn't watch any. I, did you watch any of the golf? I didn't watch it. Um, bits and pieces of it. They are, uh, they are racing. They're in lap 
I'm just going back to see if DeSantis ended up waving the green flag. I think he did. Um, it looks like a nice uh, Homestead's a huge track. We've been there once. It's yeah, a nice track, but it's big though. It's a two-mile it track. Mm-hmm. It's like a Daytona town track. Yeah, I mean, compared to where they were in. Um... Oh man! By the way, I have a new game that I could broadcast. What game? NASCAR Heat. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, man, it's pretty good. I'm not good at it, but... NASCAR 20... Oh, yeah, there's DeSantis. I just went There, there we go. Who's in first? Uh, hold on. Give me Kevin Harvick. Looks like Logano. Uh, where's Harvick? Um, I don't know. It's commercial still. All right, um, all right so we just... So... No tiger at Colonial, but he will be back. We're getting it. We're going to have a um... – So what's – yeah, so Colonial, That's I think that's what, Fort Worth? Fort Worth. Texas? Uh, right outside Dallas, I think. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, Fort Worth. Yeah, no, but, like, I think it's – I don't know if it is Fort Worth. I, I think it is right outside Dallas. I don't know if it's Fort Worth, though. <laughs> um, oh, man, look at those clouds. Holy shit. Where? Where, where are you looking? Oh, 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 lightning. Wait, where are you looking? They're in a, where? They're in a lightning caution. Oh, really? Yeah, let's lightning. let's look south. Go out and give us the south weather report. I'll give you a live view. Bring, bring my laptop with me? Sure. Look at me. I look nice, by the way. Look at this. Great look. Really nice. Um, whoa. So, let's see. So, I mean, it doesn't really look that. I mean, you can see there's clouds over there. But like, that's where it would be. I mean, that's rain. Maybe over. There. Yeah, that's rain. Like over there. Like if you, I guess right there. That that looks a little rough. And that's where Homestead is. Yeah, like Homestead is like right. Homestead is like right where if this building wasn't there. I right. hate that building with a passion. Such an ugly building. Ugh. Yeah, because it's just like a single building. And it's, it's a single. Well, it's it's part of this little like Palm Bay community they have here. But it's just ugly. The, the color is ugly. It looks like something that would be in fucking Riyadh and it's in Biscayne Bay. Um, and if, they, if it wasn't there, I'd be able to see the stadium, Marlins Park. That would be you, nice. You really think Riyadh? Yeah, Riyadh is what I thought. Maybe Riyadh or uh, uh, Addis Ababa. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's, that's Ethiopia? Yeah. Okay. Give me another country. I'll give you a capital. Come on. Give me, come on. Rapid fire. Chad? Next. You're not off to a very good start. Zimbabwe. <laughs> it's not fair to do Africa, man. Come on. You're just I mean, Zimbabwe. You literally, <laughs> we were talking about Ethiopia, and then you literally said, give me another. So you didn't specify which continent. How about, uh, how about this? United States of America. <laughs> Can he do that? Yeah, D.C. Canada. Do you know Canada? Yeah, Ottawa. Mexico? Mexico City. Brazil. Sao Paulo. It's not Brasilia? 
Not sure. Uh, it might be. How about Argentina? Buenos Aires. I was there. Okay. So even more, even more of a reason why you should know it. Venezuela. Yeah, I was at the presidential palace. Venezuela, Caracas. Colombia. Bogota. Bogota. Um, what was Brazil? How about uh, Brazilia? Oh, was Brazil? Okay, so that, all right. I'm pretty so sure far, one, of us, one of us is right. Right, one of us. I think you're right, but I'm not going to be the one to say it. because Just I, because, I, just because I, I'm pretty sure it's Brasilia, just because everybody thinks it's either Rio or Sao Paulo, but it's not. You're right. Um, all right. So, real quick, going back to golf. Um, yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, you're right, sir. All right. So, we have this week the Colonial. Next week, we have the RBC Heritage, which is in uh, Hilton Head. That's a great course. That's a really nice course. Um, then June 25th, we have the Travelers, which is like a mini, uh, you know, a mini major kind of. Okay. Um, then we go into July and... U.S. Open? No, the British. Okay, the, okay that's fine. Yeah, because U.S. Open is usually in June. It's on, usually on Father's Day. I thought that was... Oh, right. No, no. British Open was canceled. Sorry. So gotcha, July, yeah. we have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, which is Detroit. Um, July 16th through the 19th was supposed to be the Barbasol Championship, but now that's the new date for the Memorial, and that's a big, that's a big tournament, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be Tiger's first. Um, Memorial is at – where is that? That's um, Wherefield in uh, Dublin, Ohio. Gotcha. Uh, great course, beautiful course. Um, and then August, the first weekend of August, we have the PGA Championship, and that's in San Francisco. So that's going to be – I love West Coast golf because leaders don't tee off until like 4 o'clock Eastern time. You're frozen. Yeah. That's – yeah, yeah. That was what's yeah. That's what's so great. Oh, sorry. Better. Yeah, got you. Hello. Yep. You're Can back. you see me? Yes. I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. I hear you. Um, what's great about it is uh, the whole world can hear me. What's great about it is you get the prime time like U.S. Open from Pebble Beach from time to time. That's the best. Oh yeah. That's the best. Oh yeah. That's the best. And then when's the Masters? September. Um, no. September is the U.S. Open from Wingfoot in Mamaroneck, New York. Um, September 22nd is the Ryder Cup, but that's still up in the air, I think, as of right now. Uh, but that is an American that, – that's here this year, so they should be able to do it conceivably. And then uh, November 12th through the 15th is the Masters. Lost you again. November? November 12th through the Sorry, maybe, maybe, maybe I need to stop moving it around. Wow, that is going to be wild. That's a nice time in Georgia. Yeah. The fall. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be different. 
Different. Yeah, it's going to be different different colors. Different colors, yeah. Different colors. It's going to be a little bit more it's going to be a little bit more wet on the ground, you know, it's a little you're going to have a fog in the morning, a lot more fog beautiful. in the morning. Yeah, it could be really beautiful. Through. It's going to be nice. It's going to be like making. You know, making yeah. in the winter. So, man, I love Georgia. Uh, love that state. All right, M- moving on, we have um we have other sports news. So baseball is pretty much a joke. Um, Major League Baseball is a joke. Um, we're we're looking at at this point. We're looking at a forty-eight game season uh, starting in August, unless the owners, you know, finally give in to the. You know, they just signed a one billion dollar deal with Turner. Wait, but it's a I saw. Yeah for the playoffs. So, you know, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for them to talk about money and how they don't really make much money in baseball. And, you know, then they announce a deal with Turner sports and, you know, the players basically said, we're done negotiating. Let us know how many games you want to play. We'll be there. And, you know, I would say at this point, a strike, we're more likely to have a strike in 2021 than we are not to have a strike in 2021. Yeah, it's really setting. And I saw somebody made a great tweet today. Um, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Dallas Braden or something like that. Or no, it was KFC. It was KFC. And he tweeted, he said, you know, like baseball could have like, like, you know, like the 48 game thing now is like going to be such a ugh because it's at the end of like, you know, negotiations and bad, there's your bad feelings all around it. He's like, it really, it, it, maybe if they knew this was what was probably going to happen, and they probably knew at the end of the day this was probably what was going to happen, they could have advertised it like this, like, you know, like the way the, the, and, and, you know, NBA is having its tournament. Like, they would maybe make it be in a competitive way where you wouldn't feel so bad about, you know, a, world, a champion at the end of this thing, you know? And now baseball, it loses all energy from when it starts, where something that could have potentially been very cool if everyone had just said, listen, this is what's going to happen. We got to buy into it and make it the best. But now it's like, look, you know, it's like that Ted Cruz blobfish. Yeah, it sucks. It's, um, they're really, they're really, really, um, they're really missing an opportunity. We've talked about this for weeks. It's just sad. It doesn't really seem like the owners, you know, they don't want, they don't want to play more games. The more games that they play, the more they have to pay them. And as long as they're not getting money from ticket sales and concessions, they're saying that they can't possibly pay the players. And you know what? So it is what it is. It's going to be, um, uh, uh, you know, we're, I think we're looking at a point where baseball is just, you know, entering a, a very questionable period. We have the collective bargaining agreement expiring next year. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be, you know, if they can't negotiate in good faith in the middle of a pandemic, it's going to be really difficult to negotiate in good faith. I mean, they can't even agree to how much they should be paid over 50 games. What do you think they're going to get to, you know, for 162 plus playoffs, plus the players are now. And now also, it was, I mean, the timing of the CBS deal, like you said, like that, that, that's got to look terrible uh, in negotiations, right? Yeah, they say, um, you know, the players just, 
I, I think there were 100 players on the call yesterday, and it was near unanimous to stop negotiations. And I think a bunch of them were saying that that was the reason because you, you can't you can't pull that shit. That's bullshit. I mean, that's there. I mean, it seems like Rob Manfred is just he's clueless. They should go. I don't know who can say baseball. I'm not sure who. No, Rob Manfred is is definitely the issue, but it's the owners. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like they need, you know, baseball is always gonna have, you know, we say, I say, like with with with, you know, years ago when uh, Mark Cuban tried to buy the Cubs, everyone really saw, you know, baseball's true. They saw, obviously with Pete Rose and the steroids, and baseball just pull a bunch of fucking old, you know, even if the people made money for you, you know, if it doesn't fit the, uh, you know, the good old boys of baseball, it's a real shame. Old, it's a real privileged shame. white men. Yep. Everything that we're against is a podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, but I got to tell you, basketball's not looking much better as of right this second. And basketball, too. Yeah. Uh, basketball, too. It's, it's that, well, basketball now is also, like, you, it's, you have players that don't want to play because of health concerns. And then you also have players that don't want to play because of social justice concerns. Okay. And I've said. The health concerns, if you're somebody, you know, who needs to worry about your health for underlying reasons, or I don't know, you know, I don't know what those underlying reasons could be as an athlete, maybe whatever the case may be. But the whole social justice thing, I don't really understand that because especially a predominantly black sport like basketball, where I would say, um, you know, black people represent a huge percentage of the fan base of the NBA. I don't think they're looking for an NBA season to be completely canceled. I could be wrong. I don't speak for the black community. I'm not black. I don't know what they're feeling, but I can't imagine that that's, I wouldn't want that. And again, maybe that's my white privilege because I can watch sports and do whatever, but you know, I just, I don't see how, how that helps anybody. Yeah, uh, it's 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 like, and also it's like, hey, wouldn't you want to play to like, you know, you are a you are an elevated voice of the black community. You're in a you are in a position of privilege as an athlete. So whether you like it or not, you should use that position to amplify the message of your brothers and sisters. That was beautiful. Thank you. It was really nice. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're this the has been a very positive all, podcast. You're the, you're the leader we all need. I know. I'm the leader the Virgin Island needs. Um, well, listen, we should look into what the governor's position is in, in, in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I think that's, I mean, it, I think that's absolutely in the cards. Um, all right. So unless you have anything else, I'm ready for a Bible verse. Well, I think you have something else. I do? Yeah. What do I have? You told me about somebody you wanted to nominate for Renaissance Man of the Week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You. What is that noise? Me? You. Oh, uh, maybe it was. Really? I thought it was my dog. Oh. <laughs> no, we're talking over each other right now. Let's start again. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I would like to nominate you as my Renaissance Man of the Week. Me? Yeah. Yeah, because... Wow. Because I'm honored. 
and really you're you're more than a renaissance man you're what some might call a hero i wasn't asking for this by the way no i beautiful no i never got asked i never it, it never got asked of me but um but you were you were heroic. You came to somebody. I wouldn't say that you came to somebody's rescue. You called for somebody to come to somebody's rescue. Exactly. I was their angel that they didn't know they had. Tell us the story. So I'm driving back. Thank you, Brian. And I'm honored. I've never known, you know, I've, I've, there's, we've nominated so many people that I've never known what an honor it is to win this award. So thank right. you. You're welcome. And we probably need to name this award posthumously after Kobe Bryant because he was a two-time winner and and he passed. So maybe that's maybe that's what we might do the right now. Campaign Kobe, Kobe Bryant Renaissance Man of the Week Award. Postomus Renaissance. Well, no, uh, yeah, no, we don't have to call it postomus. Yeah, no, no. Only postomus is someone you give it to someone that's passed. Um, so I accept this, this newly minted award. Uh, and uh, so it's the first time winner of the Kobe Bryant Renaissance Man of the Week Award. Uh, it was a, it was a harrowing night. I was on the way back from a, a Shabbat dinner where we had Greek food, very nice uh, takeout. Uh, it was late. It was around eleven o'clock at night. I'm driving on I ninety five. I'm headed to meet a client, and um, it's a Hollandale Beach Boulevard. Right after this, the exit you take for Scarlet's in between Isbury Road. I see these lights behind me moving in a way that a car's lights should not move. Might I add? And next thing I know, I look and I see a car barely, bah, 25 times at least. And I'm like, holy shit. Also, I mean, thank God, you know, and, and this is probably because we read the Bible every week. But thank, I mean, if I would have been a minute sooner, I could have been taken out by that thing. And that would have been a mess. That would have been a mess. I'm sure. I mean, if it was, I mean, I was on the highway. I probably would have avoided it. But who knows if you could avoid something like that? Uh, and that would have been a mess. We had gyro meat and tzatziki leftovers. That would have been a mess in my car. Uh, but yeah, so I saw that. So I immediately called 911. I gave them the description. One of our listeners, who happens to work for the fire department, sent me a message and said that description helped get them find the scene because those were earlier incident. Uh, there was an earlier incident uh, that day. So they thought it was just a repeat uh, dispatch. So very wild. Drive safe, everybody. You know, you have to drive safe. We have so many more people on the road now. You know, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Uh, you know, be smart. And, and, I can't say that, and I can't say that's what happened, but. How did you feel? It was a rush. Have you been able to sleep? At very well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I, actually, yesterday I had such a weird dream. I felt like I was like like in a one of those like valleys like from uh, modern warfare that I was in, but I couldn't crawl out of it. And I don't know. That was scary. It's like, oh man, maybe it's a symbolism for my day of races yesterday. Definitely. You, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Um. So, thank you for your service. Thank you for your nomination. It's my honor. I mean, I, I don't know if I could have done what you did. It takes so. It takes. It takes somebody. Uh, you know, it, it takes somebody special. It does. It does. Um, I was just. You know what? You don't know. You know what, Brian? It doesn't. I was just being a human. 
You were what? I was just being a human being, looking out for my, you know, my fellow man, man and womankind. And as, and as you should, without knowing who the person was or what they exactly. like. Or... or what, yeah, I don't care what it is. I, I want to make sure, you know, you're going to be okay. So my thoughts and prayers. Also, um, I was going to have something really funny to say and I forgot. All right. Well, that was a good yeah. try. So I just no, had an uh, idea. All right. Yeah. Maybe my, yeah, yeah. To close out the show. So if you're not ready, then I shouldn't tell you my idea yet. Well, we have to read the Bible. Well, I'm thinking we replace the Bible verse with, a, with an inspirational quote about a dog. No, we're not replacing the Bible verse. We can what? Do both. We can't replace the Bible verse. We can do both. We, we, I mean, we have to read the Bible verse, but we can also put an inspirational quote about the dog. Okay, fine. Then let's get let's get on to the Bible verse. Yeah, come on. You know, it's a long the one. Bible's what put me in that position. The Bible put me in that position to be the man that I was. It's a okay. It's a it's a long one tonight. Okay. All yeah. right. What are we? We are on one dash twenty four or one twenty four. Please say Genesis. Genesis one twenty four. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according... No, we did that one. We did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, then we're 26. I need to send you... I should have sent you the bookmark that's sitting in our mailroom. There is a Genesis bookmark in our mailroom. I need to send that to you. I'm just reading a a, a digital version because the Bible's out in the living room. So otherwise I wouldn't know. So I apologize. Lord, forgive me. Anyway, yeah, so um, 1-26, this one's going to be good. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. No, we did that. And let them have dominion over. No, okay. No, we didn't. Yeah. Let us make no. man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. That means basically have sex. And fill the earth with and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food and to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life I have given every green plant for food and it was so and God hold on and God saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day oh what a day what a day I'm gonna imagine he's gonna need a day of rest afterwards I would think so (laughs) I mean, that's why I said, whoa, and I apologize, but I mean, 
I think I have a busy day when I'm driving to two Walmarts, you know? Yeah. I mean, puts my life in perspective. Jeez. And listen, next week we're going we're gonna to head into Sunday. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, that's why I have a feeling that that's probably why that's the day of rest. Yeah, but I'll wait, I'm, I'm going to tune in. Got I'm going to tune in to make sure you might be surprised. You never know. You never so, know. Wow. And I, and I applaud you for, for barreling through that. That's almost as much work as actually doing the stuff. That was, well, well I wouldn't go, no. go that far. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But, you know, I mean, sitting, in my I'm eyes. sitting here. Yeah, you're a mere mortal. Mere mortal. Um, you look. Right. You look. You look biblical right now. By the way, my beard looks biblical. The beard, the collar, it kind of looks like you look like you know you're kind of a little ragged walking through like the the, the desert with the Ten Commandments. I feel you like know, you that. look biblical. Yeah, I feel like that. Thank you very much. Always, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um. All right, listen. We're well over an hour. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, it's not your bad. We just had a lot to talk about. And we had a lot of good things to talk about. We were, this is a great we were productive. This is a very good exercise today. It was a good day of rest. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring Papa back next week. Oh, let's call Papa. Just real quick. What, what, about, what about the quote about the dog? Listen, I just said we're well over an hour. Well, let's just see. Let's just make sure. He gets worried. He texts me if we don't do it. He says, hey, is everything all right? All right. You want me to give you You know how he worries. One minute. Yeah, wait for There he is. Okay, wait. Before you start going, Papa, uh, we have a quote from, uh, from LS. Yes, what's the, can you go? After years of having a dog, you know him. You know the meaning of his snuffs and grunts and barks. Every twitch of the ears is a question or a statement. Every wag of the tail is an exclamation. Novelist Robert McGann. That was beautiful. That's beautiful and, and current. That's My beautiful battery's and current. Wasn't that beautiful? Wasn't that beautiful, I Papa? I, I, I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. It was beautiful. I'll speak for the both of us. What's going on? Are you uh, are you on your way to Chaz? Uh, I'm living in Chaz. Does <laughs> okay. so he have a position? Well, I w- listen. I'd be careful saying Chaz is living within you because people might think that's Chaz Bono. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go in that direction. Pretty sure um, it's Bono. What's that? It's no longer Chaz. What's it? Oh, now. It's um, it's Capitol Hill protest uh, uh, precinct or something. So like wait, that. is that breaking news? Is that breaking news? No, that, I, I think that happened earlier today or last night. Okay. They they didn't feel like. Uh, so what's it called now? What's the what's the acronym? What's the acronym? Act, act, what's the acronym? Jesus. I think it's Chop. Chop. Yeah, chop. Is it hosted by Alton Brown? Is Alton Brown the president now? I don't. I don't think there is a president. I know there's only one president, and his name is Donald J. Trump. And happy birthday to that man today. And happy birthday and happy flag day. Happy flag day, absolutely. Hey, how disgusting is it that there's people? uh, uh, Some might say people like your son. 
that are actively cheer cheering on for the president to have a disease. I am uh, not. What's that? I think it's reprehensible. That's it's disgusting. I mean, it's, I know, I, I didn't mean that. That was nasty. People, not your son, not your son. But people, are, they're, they're criticizing the way he's drinking a glass of water. Maybe he has Parkinson's. We have, I want to remind the whole world that listens to this podcast that uh, FDR, he, he, was a, he was a man of pride and he was in a wheelchair. Many people did not know that. And he hid that from the people because he still wanted to show a sign of strength during the war. You know, so Donald Trump doesn't need, you know, listen, he, it's, you know, let the man be. Let him lead our country. Sorry. Well, I don't care if he shakes when he drinks. I shake when or, I drink. Or if he stumbles down the ramp, you know, on the way down. I mean, I, I don't give a shit about that. And by the way, all of the people that are criticizing him for that, what do they have to say about sleepy Joe Biden? Yeah, where are they? You know, yeah. Where are the criticisms of the fact that the guy can barely put a sentence together? Amen. Preach. You're preaching to the and choir. His tweets, and, and his tweets are nonsensical because everybody knows that he doesn't tweet. Joe Biden? Yeah. It's yeah. a campaign aide that's doing the tweeting. Well, maybe that's probably from, I mean, yeah. Donald Trump should probably have a campaign aide doing his tweeting, too. Well, I think Donald Trump should have somebody filtering his tweets. That person should be me, or you. I would I would gladly accept. Oh, man, we'd be great at that. Imagine you and I just sitting in an office filtering Trump's tweets. We could do it. We could do it. Oh, my God. That would of just... course, I would have final editorial. I, I, would, never, I would never ask to be a, a, a superior to you. If, if there's one thing I know how to do, it's right. I know, absolutely. If there's, one, if there's one thing I know how to do is talk. So I could, you know... So I could put some spins on it, and you could take over from there. So how are you graded on the legal briefs that you're uh, crafting, or is that not something that you do? No, I do them. I've had some granted. I've had some denied. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, here's the thing about, you know, you know I'm going to let you in for a secret. I'm going to let you in for a little secret in the legal field. Being a lawyer is the art of cut and paste. If you could cite to it, it right. th there's very little of your, like, the, your own words need to be the persuasive ones. Right. Well, remember, when I was in law school back in the 1970s, there was no such thing as public Right. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, listen. No, it's true. But I learned that, I learned that when I was at Dozier and Dozier Law Firm in, uh, in, in Macon, Georgia. They told me that. They said, listen. I said, hey, how do I write this? They said, go in this folder. There's so many of them. And then I'm like, huh, that's what being a lawyer is all about? <laughs> that's pretty great. I paid that. I paid all this money just to copy and paste? It's your world, Tom. You know what? Hey, it's speaking of, speaking of, well, listen, it's not my world anymore either. It, we, the world went and got itself in a damn hurry. Uh, I, we were talking about this on the podcast earlier. Uh, you know, I've talked about moving to the islands. And I think you're interested, right? The, Yes. Uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, is that something that would appeal to you? Actually, Costa Rica would be I would love that. Okay. I'm in for Costa Rica. Yaco Beach? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We would be so disgusting. Uh, it would be fine with me. I, I would die happy there. I would, oh, man, I'd be right there next to you. Most beautiful women in the world. Oh, I, you know, I'm thinking about whenever my time does come to get married. I always used to say, 
part to hand up. That can be a little dangerous, you know, yeah. given, given my friends and, my, and, and the things we like to... Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. Costa Rica, Yaco Beach, and, and you're going to be the, you're going to be the, uh, the Rose Master. I'm going to be there. You're, oh my God, are you going to be there? I'm going to, I want to take one down I, with I you. Will, I will be there. I will be there with my 20 milligram Cialis tote. Please bring two. Please bring two or three. I'll bring 30. Yeah, <laughs> bring 30. There you go. Uh, hey, speaking of which, uh, how much does an Oscar weigh? 6.9 pounds. All right, take that call. We love you. Love you, bye. That was a good one. <laughs> always good, always good. Um, I just wish I could talk to him more. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's your stick. <laughs> it's your stick. Your papa. You know, that's. Uh, I I just I do I do love that ever since I put the head headset in to do it, it's now. I told him, I was like, you should listen back to the end of the episode because uh, you can hear everything I say to you. Yeah, it's great. That's, that's, why, that's the way to do it. Oh, um, I'm the only, I'm really the only one that hears everything up until the podcast launches. That's true. Isn't that's, that pretty exclusive? Oh, yeah. It's my own podcast within a podcast. You are, and you're good at it. Yeah. By the way, I got nice color the other day. Beautiful. You live in Miami. Really nice. You should be colorful all the time. We, and we love all colors. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah, um, let's take a look at the pool. Oh, it looks like it rained a little bit. Right? I'm well over an hour here. All right, sorry. Sorry. My bad. What is it? It's, I mean, it's a little bit moist. You brought me out here. You might as well show me. Oh, don't drop. Cool. No, you know what? Don't show me. Don't take your, don't take your laptop over there. There it is. Okay, very nice. Move back now. <laughs> That'd be a wild way to end the podcast. It would be a wild way to end. And I have the recording on my computer, so we don't have you to would, worry about that. It would be, yeah, exactly. You'd have one of the best. That would be something that would be, uh, what's it called? Viral. And I think it would record pretty much all the way down because there would probably be enough internet residual to make it down. Oh, absolutely. So that, that would be fun. It would happen too quick. Um, all right. So listen, everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week. Stay, uh, stay humble. Stay, uh, stay cool. You know, uh, yeah. Respect others. Yeah. Don't, uh, you know, no, stay at a chance. Yeah. Don't. And if you do go to chance, call us. If, if you go to chance, call us and, and, and do a, be our live correspondent. Yeah. And no, don't, don't secede other places, you know, just stop. All right. Have a good week. Adios. Yeah.